WrestleMania! When the Raw Women's Champion Ronda Rousey faces the new SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair and the man Becky Lynch, all titles will be on the line. This Sunday, I am going to beat you. I'm gonna take your title. And there's not a damn thing you can do about it. Well, I stopped the champion. It's Rusev Day. You know that I am ready. And you're scared as hell. And you should be, because you know what comes next. Is it WrestleMania? I beat you. And I become the WWE Champion! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episodic adventure. It's Talkamania. I'm your co-host Desmino, here with my Heart Foundation brethren, J-Bomb. Say howdy, J-Bomb. Howdy, man. How's it going, dude? Oh, dude, it's going awesome. We are on the road to WrestleMania. This is it, guys. I know I've been saying that week after week. You must be tired of me saying that, but we're there. This is it. Like, I had my last day of work today. Me too. Tomorrow, I'm working from home. I'm wrapping up, and we're hitting the road to New York City. Yeah, I, uh, I, today I was like, screw it. I'm not coming to work tomorrow. Um, took the day off. Week's been going by so slowly. It's like my brain oh. knows WrestleMania is coming, so. I just took cool, a man. Not, not for me. It's It's been a little bit more hectic. Uh, I've been trying to wrap up at work, hand over all my projects. It seems like all the worst things that could be happening um, are happening this week, but it makes the week go by fast. It makes the week exciting. And hey, man, we had Raw. We had SmackDown, the go-home shows, and it's happening, guys. We have NXT on Friday. We have WrestleMania on Sunday, and we're going to be even at Raw on Monday. So it's going to be exciting. Talkmania is going to be there, and you can follow us. On Instagram now, guys. Yeah, we're, buddy. On, we're up in that shit. We're going to be putting our story all over Instagram. You're going to be able to follow us through all the fun times, maybe even through all the drunken times. We'll see. We'll see how oh, rowdy, sure. rowdy we get. But it's going to be fun, and we hope you guys are in there enjoying the ride that you've been here with us so far. Listen every week, I hope. And uh, now it's time. Let's get this shit done. All right. Well, where else can our listeners get us, Des? All right, guys. Make sure to follow us at underscore Takamania on Twitter. Like I said, at Talkamania on Instagram. Are we at Talkamania or are we at underscore Talkamania on Instagram? Nope, straight up Talkamania. Sweet, man. We got that one. At Talkamania on Instagram. And at the same time, folks, make sure to check us out on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Play, wherever you get your podtastic kicks. And make sure to check out some of our partners. The Chair Shot, Full Press Coverage, The Daily Smart, Blog Talk Radio, and Bodyslam.net. And, of course, follow our partners over at Full Press Wrestling on the Twitter machine. That's at FPC underscore wrestling. Buy some merch. There's a crazy mania sale going on. Not as good as our personal sale was. So if you missed out on that one, you're going to pay an extra 5%, but it's still 20% off the entire store and the entire website. And if you're Do picking, some Scott Steiner math for them. Come on, man. Yeah. If you're picking up New Japan stuff, it's another 30% off. But check it out, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Talkamania. And get on the Twitch wagon. We're playing Apex Legends. Uh, that's Twitch.tv slash Talkamaniacs. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, you guys didn't check out our interview from last week. Well, we hit our 100th episode, which yeah. is a milestone for us. Pretty exciting. And with that, we had a little bonus episode, which was an interview with Brian Pillman Jr. Really cool guy and a really cool interview. So make sure to check it out if you have not done so already. And talking about Apex, talking about video games, Smash Brothers, well, we may have laid down a challenge with Brian. So <laughs> keep your eye out in the future. We might have some gameplay. We're going to try to stream it possibly. It's going to be fun. We might even sync up with him at WrestleMania weekend if the stars align. Uh, he's going to be doing Friday morning. We're there Saturday morning. But who knows what can happen. It's going to be wild. It's going to be crazy. And if you guys are in the city, let us know. Hit us up. Come take a picture. Come have a beer. We'd love to be spending some time with our talk maniacs. Yeah, well, you know, we got to jump into this. We got a big episode. We're going to be recapping Raw and SmackDown Live quickly. We're going to run through it. And uh, there's also some other news from around the universe. And of course, it's our prediction episode. So we're going to run through the entire NXT TakeOver card and the entire what? WrestleMania card. And what? this week, we're going head to head in a triple thread match with the boys over at the Irish Whip podcast and the boys oh, yeah. over at Boot to the Face. So far, we faced them both individually. We're undefeated. So, you know. So all the titles are on the line. <laughs> well put. Yeah, no, all the titles are on the line. All right, let's jump into this. Let's get her done. All right, Des. Stephanie McMahon kicked off Raw this week, making it official. It's winner take all at the WrestleMania main event for the women. Uh, would you consider this a confirmation of the unification of the women's titles? No, I don't think so. I honestly don't think it's a unification. They haven't mentioned it being a unification. Just, I think even Becky said double champion on SmackDown this week. Yeah, uh, I think it's just kind of really highlighting the women 100%. Like they are fully 110% engaged in this feud and in this triple threat match that they pushed forward. Um, you know, it's main eventing WrestleMania. It's historic. You know, the women have been working hard. If you go back to the Attitude Era and you would say women would be main eventing WrestleMania, you know, while having Braun panties matches, it would be a joke. <laughs> Those uh, were the good women matches, have worked hard though. For what they were meant to be, <laughs> maybe, maybe. But uh, the women have come a long way. They've earned a lot of respect and they've worked their asses off. So great for them. I'm happy and excited to be there in person to, to witness history. But, no, I don't think this is going to be unifi a unification. Maybe it will. The WWE has, uh, you know, they changed what they want on a whim. We saw Asuka get, you know, done dirty and lose a title right heading into WrestleMania. They've been making all these last-minute changes. But I don't think it's, at this point in time, it's going to be unification. I think it's more or less, people were thinking, well, why? Why would they put, you know, the title on Charlotte? Because if you look at it, there's going to be no way that Becky could walk out with both titles. Because, you know, if she pins... You know, if, she, if look, if Ronda pins uh, Charlotte, she has both titles. If Charlotte pins Ronda, she has both titles. But yeah. if Becky pins one or the other, she has one, right? So people right. were trying to work out that math. And I even saw somebody post like four or five different scenarios of what the outcome can be. And none of them was with Becky obviously having the titles. Uh, simple math. But, uh, but now she can. So I think that's kind of their loophole in their way to kind of be like, well, look, all the titles are on the line. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens after WrestleMania. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, how do they defend Now they that? have two titles. So do they defend one? Do they defend both? Is one title going to be on the line? That's if they lose it. I hope it's not like shortly after resolved. Like, oh, you won the titles last night. You're defending one on Raw tonight and you lose it and then that's it. Like, and then one on SmackDown A little bit of a course. Night. A little bit of a course. But you know what? I'm all for unification. 
Me too. I like the idea of having champions that can go on either show. We saw that with the, the tag team champions, right? They can go on SmackDown. They can go on Raw. They can go on NXT. I think that should be across the board. Universal title, WWE title, even those. I mean, like, if you're going to use a universal title to be your look at this attraction, Brock Lesnar, and bringing in money and Saudi Arabia, and they'll pay lots of money, and that'll be the title we put on that champion, then okay, cool. But, you know... I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I would like champions that can go on either brand on any night, mix it up, different challengers, and it keeps it fresh. The brand split. I mean, the, the lead up to WrestleMania, they've pretty much thrown the, the the brand split under the carpet. I mean, so many people have been appearing on both shows, and it's been fun. You know, their storylines carry over to, to both episodes. It's just been enjoyable. So, I don't know. I'm excited to see what they do with the titles, but uh, I don't know. My gut says it's going to be unification, though. Cool. Yeah, very well could be. I didn't think it was going to be every title on the line at first anyways. I thought it was going to be like, well, we'll give Charlotte a championship so it's her second place prize at WrestleMania. Yeah. Look, like, I mean, I'm okay with it being a triple threat now at this point, but by no means does Charlotte probably just shouldn't be in this match. And I'm over that. I'm over, I'm over that. that. I'm, o- I'm over that too. I'm over that too. But to me, it's just like they Charlotte is their is their girl, is their number one, is their champion. Oh, yeah. Even yeah. even if Becky is the woman this year, Charlotte is their number one. She will go in the Hall of Fame, and she will probably be the most winningest, accomplished women's wrestler of all time. I can yeah. safely say that at this point in time. She kind of already is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, they're putting all their eggs in their basket. And I think for this epic moment, it's historic. They wanted and needed to have Charlotte Flair in there. Uh, it was going to happen. So that's where we are, and I'm really excited for the match because, well, fuck, man. That segment this week is very good. We'll get to that, though. We'll get to that. Um, Beth Phoenix, she made her in-ring return this Monday on Raw. Uh, to me, she didn't look really that rusty, but I didn't I didn't see her in her prime. So I wanted to get your take on it. Oh, she was awesome. Uh, she came out, definitely. Look, she, she's, she's, been a, she's a mommy, a Glamazon mommy. Uh, she gets her, busts her ass off, goes to the gym, and she's in great shape. And the match itself, pretty good. I like the way that she kind of had herself in there. And like you said, not much ring rust. Kind of picked up where she left off. You know, the way that she was interacting with the other talent in the ring. You know, kind of trading barbs with uh, Sasha and Bailey. You know, kind of playing the heat there. But man, the thing that impressed me the most, I like the glam slam. I've always been a fan of that move. I think she does it better than Dean Ambrose. Uh, I'll give Dean Ambrose respect for, you know, paying homage or kind of borrowing that from her. But what got me in that match was... When she speared, or I guess rammed Tamina through the barricade. Yeah. Really impressive. Well, here's the thing. Go back and look at it. First of all, Tamina is, she botches a lot. She's not very competent in what she's doing. So they're very kind of limited on the angles they put her into and I guess the spots. So in this one, you could see that the barricade wasn't easily going to go over. And when they initially make contact with the barricade, it's not going to go over. And you just see Beth just like power through it and give an extra kind of push through Tamina through the barricade and to me I was like damn Edge better not piss that woman off (laughs) Uh, Batista was on Raw this week he cut a simple promo pretty much just said kiss my ass Triple H Uh, and it was extremely effective somehow I know it was his hometown but somehow I feel like he walked out the face in the feud leading into Mania now for me, he's the face. I mean, like, I thought he should have been from the beginning. I've talked about this. I think the Evolution reunion, people were cheering for him. They were happy to see him back. 
I'm disappointed with his involvement in this angle. I feel it's kind of been phoned in a little bit. Uh, he should be there every single week. If you're going to do WrestleMania, dude, I understand you're a part-timer, but, like, you know, you're not Brock Lesnar. Show up, there every, show up every single week. And Brock Lesnar should as well at the same time while I'm at it. But I don't know. I was excited for him to finally come in. They do the package. Always good packages. Yeah, great especially leading into WrestleMania. But I don't know. I was surprised. Him saying kiss my ass Triple H. <laughs> Sorry, I burped, guys. Uh, for me, it was a bit lazy. And I was a little bit kind of wanting more. I wanted to hear Batista cut a good promo. But maybe at the same time, a lot of his promos have been a bit confusing and in- incoherent uh, the past few weeks. So maybe they want to keep it short and sweet. Uh, I was a bit let down. But apparently, when I looked on social media, it was very effective. It was and extremely everybody liked effective. It. Everybody liked it. They thought that it was, they liked that it was Kiss My Ass, Triple H. I don't know. Who's going to get cheered? Who's going to get booed at WrestleMania? I'm not sure. Triple H seems like he's the face in this, but I feel like they've kind of done the whole thing wrong and the build-up all wrong. I think Triple H should be the bad guy. You know, maybe uh, Batista came in, like I said earlier, you know, trying to make sure he gets out of the way of Becky Lynch and make sure the match happens and starting something there. Triple H was a bad guy. He was the authority. He was screwing over Becky, and then all of a sudden he's flipped to a good guy and Batista's flipped to a bad guy. They're always flip-flopping, though. Flip-flopping to flip-flopperoo. So, yeah, um, we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm all right. I'm kind of okay with this match. I guess. Just wish the buildup would have been a little bit, a little bit better. Nah. But hey, I like the promo. I'll take it for what it is. Um, it's just weird that they're gonna fly him all the way out there for four words. I guess he's in Washington. Does he live in Washington still? No, I don't know where he lives. He probably lives in Hollywood. I doubt he probably lives in California. Yeah, L.A. L.A. All right, uh, we had Rey Mysterio, uh, who we found out actually did hurt his ankle during the Baron the Baron Corbin match on Raw. You see the video? You see uh, the video we posted? No, I didn't see the video. So Baron Corbin basically he did that. This is one of those basic moves where like you know you have the guy and you do the like a back suplex and he flips over your back and lands on his feet. But yeah, I guess you know Corbin's a tall guy and you know uh, Rey Mysterio's not the young little gentile man that he used to be like a feather jumping around here and there uh so he landed on his ankle you see it kind of bend a little bit it looked a little nasty um you know it's probably just a tweak i hope he's going to be good for wrestlemania you know what but if not i'm guessing we're going to get like joe versus ali or something like that eh, joe versus ali would be okay it'd probably actually be a better match than joe versus ray yeah, I mean, with Joe versus Ray, you kind of know what you're going to get. I think it'll be a fun match, but you know the way it's going to go. With Ali, who knows, man? The underdog, I have a harder time telling, saying who's going to pick up that win. I think Ali would lose, but I think there would be question marks. Maybe he could pull it off. I'm not exactly sure. And then I would love to see Andrade as well, too. I think he should have better booking for WrestleMania. Yeah, he's still, he's still new to the WWE. I'm okay with him not being on the card this year. But uh, is, there's no official word on Ray if he's in the match or removed. Or yeah, anything. he said he's hopefully he'll be ready for he'll hopefully be ready for WrestleMania. So it's kind right. of up in the air, lots of question marks. But easily you could put somebody else in there, Ali or Andrade. Hmm, what does that say about the match? <laughs> you could easily slide somebody in there. It's well, not been much because of a they've been feuding a little bit back and forth for the past month. Even our truth, and they're like, I I, I, sh- I still think it should have been a fatal four way for the U.S. title. Like, I think it would have oh, made a little bit more sense. No Those more guys- four way matches at Mania. Holy shit! There's too many. It's too Is many. There? They're all the tag teams are, are four ways. Well, one tag team. Oh yeah, the women's too. Yeah, we don't know about the Raw yet either. No, I, so far it seems like the Raw. WW, sorry, the Raw Tag Team Championship is not going to be um, on the card so far. Well, the rumor that I was hearing, well, actually, it wasn't a rumor. I saw it on WWE social media platform where the Edgeheads, um, 
Help really? me out here. Uh, Zach Ryder and uh, the Curtis, leading Kurt guy. Hawkins. Kurt, Kurt Hawkins. I keep yeah. thinking Kurt Hawkins, Curtis Axel. <laughs> Kurt Hawkins. Uh, they may challenge for the championships, and the Revival said they'd think about it. So I think mm-hmm. they're leaving that space open in case they wanted to do it on the pre-card. Um, but again, the card is stacked, guys. There's so many matches we got to get through. So, and dude, man, I you know I, it's, it's gonna be a long time in that arena. It's gonna yeah. be exciting, but man, jeez. There's a lot of topics on this podcast we got to get through, so let's keep it going. Uh, we mentioned earlier Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda, absolute mayhem on Raw. It was insane. I said it was, I know I, I got very excited, and I said it was the greatest segment on Raw of all time. Uh, I meant it's, and, and I stick with this, it was absolutely the greatest women's division segment I have ever seen on Raw. Um, it started off so weird with the cops coming down, and I was like, where are they going with this? It's such a mess. And then when they got backstage, it just... It was a fucking masterpiece. When Rhonda got in the car and smashed the other cop car, I was tweeting at that moment. And, like, I just dropped my phone and got off my couch and was jumping around. Like, this was <laughs> so good. Uh, the knee to the face. It was just, like, Holly Holmes all over again. I loved it. Do you think they filmed that live? Or do you think they pre Yeah, it was live. It was live. For sure. I don't know. I just felt like it was all perfectly done so well. Like, you know, just the angles, the cuts, the car. Well, the WWE drive, knew like, what they were doing. I mean, the, the set was set up, but no, you could tell like their hair was all messed up in the same way. It didn't look like oh, it didn't look smart, though. They would mess their hair up anyway. But yeah, I, I, I do agree. I do think that it, it was taped live. Um, you know, you did say that it wasn't the best in the, in the beginning part when they're in the ring a little bit, you know, the cops and stuff. So if it was a perfect, I guess, segment for me, that part wouldn't have been like, ugh. You know? No, it wasn't like, like, ugh. It was like, oh, they're all going to get arrested. That's it. And then it was like, oh, this is PG. This is kind of lame. But for what, though? Like, because they attacked each other when they were told not to? Because no, like, the cops the came out and they they're started wrestlers. Throwing... They're allowed to attack each other. Not, they, they, what, they hit what, cops. What it's because their... they all got arrested one by one after they attacked the police. Okay. So it made sense, but I was just kind of thinking, like, like, I was enjoying that part, but I was like... I was just waiting for the segment to end and to go to commercial break or for it to like cut to Michael Cole, Renee and Corey and then talk and move to the next segment. But it didn't. It just kept going and getting better and better. And the and and the delivery of timing by Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch when they got in that cop car and looked at each other. It was just like and it's like beautifully been made into so many memes on the Benny Hill it's, and like even the song when they, when they look at each other it's like a pause in the song it's like it's, like, it's, uh, it's so great. good and I, I'll, I'll give it yeah for sure definitely yeah probably is the best uh, women's segment of all time for sure like we'll be so, looking back at this on on top 10 lists of crazy raw moments and this is going to be on that list for the rest of our lifetime guaranteed it'll be there I would have loved to see something like Continue over to SmackDown, you know, like as cool Becky came out, she cut a promo. We saw a few people coming out on SmackDown and kind of hyping their matches. Yeah. And, you know, that's exciting and all. It's weird that the cop kind of drove up and dropped her off. I guess that she made friends. Oh, I didn't see that part. I didn't see that part. Yeah. A cop with a siren. We had the sirens on and just came up to the arena and dropped her off. So they um, drove from Washington. Yeah. Oh, I don't I, know. I, think I don't know. They were in Baltimore. Man. I don't know how far that is. It's not that far, but still, it's a little Well, silly. they even said like they were released that night on, you know the night where it happened but anyways it would have been cool if it carried over like there's a video of them being released and then when they're released they immediately start brawling again in like the lobby <laughs> of the police station and get thrown in again and then they're like in jail until wrestlemania night or something like um, I don't know. oh they're released for the match <laughs> yeah yeah that could have been cool they're like brought over in a paddy wagon uh i just really hope that they start the match the way that raw 
that segment went. If they come in and it becomes a wrestling match, like it needs to be like brawling. five minutes of brawling. It really, really does. Sure, so. I think it will. I hope it will. I mean, like, come on. I think the fans really enjoy that. Uh, I think you said to me as well too. Uh, it's going to be something they look back to and replay time and time again. Definitely a historic moment. Lots of good timing. That need to run his head was amazing. The way she sold it as well too. Uh, people were like, oh, that was really stiff. And I think it was a bit stiff, but these women have been working stiff with each other on purpose. Um, You know, Rhonda may be shitting on the business, but she knows what she's doing. I think people give her a lot harder time than she deserves. I think she's made Uh, her way back into her hearts. I think she works hard. And I think what she's doing now is definitely better than what she was doing before, being all nice and smiley. Now she's not giving a F, like, quote unquote, because she does, but she's just playing that angle. Mm. Um, You know, and I think it's cool. You know, like, she's calling it fake, but, like, it's it's not. She, I mean, she wouldn't. She wouldn't have. She wouldn't have sold the knee. You know, she wouldn't be selling half the stuff she'd be selling. So she smacked her head on that car door. That was so good. A little bit, yeah, on the frame of it. But yeah. I mean, you know, she's taken a lot more bumps than that before in her in her time. So I'm I'm not too concerned. But everything was good. I like the fact that she got behind the wheel and started driving it. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. And then the I, I had to laugh my ass off because they're like, hey, and they take her out the front seat. And they just put her back in the back seat. <laughs> like, I thought it was. I know. I know that's obviously the legit thing to do, but like it was just funny. It was like, hey, get in the back seat. You it know? was a beautiful disaster. That's what it was. It was just chaos, and and it came out. It went over really well. I think I didn't see any negative comments. Online. Oh, it should have been the main event. I would think that. I mean, like I get, I get, I get that you're kind of trying to pay respect to Kurt Angle and stuff, but you know, Rey Mysterio, Corbin, like Corbin, man, like they're main eventing the main event before. WrestleMania at the go home. You know, somebody like, loves Baron Corbin. Backstage. Somebody loves Baron Corbin, and I'm not like Baron Corbin is actually he cut a pretty good promo, and he's not terrible on the mic, and he, he plays a good heel. Uh, I just don't like his, he, his matches aren't great. Yeah, his matches aren't that great. He's not super exciting, and he's not who I want to see in the go home show before WrestleMania. No, um, you know, I was already disappointed enough that they canceled Kurt Angle versus Rey Mysterio, but eh. again, we all know why, right? We all know why. Old Yeller, man. Old Yeller. Oh. Man, that match with Samoa Joe, I think they were like, dude, we, you can't, you can't do this. We can't do this. I was hoping <laughs> we were gonna get a Daniel Bryan Kurt Angle match, but again, it's it's not the same Kurt Angle. He he acknowledges no, that. Not. And dude, I'm not knocking the guy because he's one of my favorites of all time. And uh, when he was in his prime and top shape, like I'd have Kurt Angle over anybody any day. Yeah, uh, you know, guy was a machine. And if you guys are a bit younger and you don't remember Kurt Angle. Go check it out. He had some great matches, even in TNA. Yeah. But some great matches in the WWE. His feud with The Rock, Kurt Angle, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Triple H, Shane McMahon. I think it was King of the Ring. They put on an epic match, guys. One of the best matches of King of the Ring history. And probably Shane McMahon's best match. So check that out if you can. Um, I might go. I, I might reminisce down Kurt Angle Lane and, and check out some old stuff. We have. Hey, dude, we got a lot of time in that car on that way to New York City, baby. Um, let's let's jump over to SmackDown, dude. Uh, we had another installation of the KO show. Uh, I mean, not much to do with Kevin Owens, but holy shit! Um, a great promo again between AJ Styles and Randy Orton. I gotta hand it to the WWE. This looked like something they threw threw together, you know, three four weeks out of WrestleMania, and it's just becoming like a legitimate old school grudge match. Uh. The blue, obviously they're not blurring the lines, but it's just been good. It's been personal and so quickly. So I want to ask you, let's rewind a little bit. KO show. I don't want to lose sight of KO because he's our boy from Montreal or from, you know, Maryville, Quebec, Canada. 
don't you feel like he had he had some little resentment or bitterness when he was he just looked like he was like I don't know he wasn't happy to be there he obviously goes out and does he goes out and does his job and no matter what job they give him he goes out and he kills it and he did a great job the fact that he's reading cue cards between Randy and Orton yeah I was just gonna say that there was phenomenal AJ Styles whatever he did I thought that was great he always does a good job the way he left when he left was great too Uh, he played a very little role obviously in this segment. But I don't know. I felt like when he went out there, he he looks like he's sad. I'm sure he's a little bit bummed that he's not going to have a match. And I guess they're going to put him in this battle royale. I have to imagine. Because there's nowhere else to put him at this time. So I feel bad for KO. And it's funny because he was supposed to come back after WrestleMania. And they fast forwarded a little bit to play with that whole Kofi storyline. And it's a bit unfortunate because now he's being left out. There's no KO 3 this year. KO Mania 3. I was thinking, man, you know what he should have done? You know, he could have stayed. Maybe they like they brawled, and then they like you know whatever ends. The segment ends, and then it goes to commercial, and then they come back, and Kale's like sitting back at his table, and he's like, you know what, you know, uh, I was sitting here, and I've been trying to keep you know nice, but you know I'm sick of this. Uh, I'm waiting to WrestleMania, and I don't have a match, and this is ridiculous, and everybody does blah blah blah. He goes into a rant, and he gets really pissed off, and then Sami Zayn comes out, he returns, and then they just have like, even if it's a face on face, whatever match it is. Those two guys can tear it up. We've seen it on the indie scene. We've seen it in NXT. I think they could have put an amazing match. I think it could have been a really cool way to insert these two into WrestleMania. However, the only thing is, is there's just too many matches right now. Yeah, that's the thing, man. I mean, I get it. KO's our boy. I would love to see him in a match at Mania. Um, I figure he came back early. He got a nice rub immediately into the title picture. And then uh, nothing after, though. Yeah, yeah, that's fine, though. That's, that's what, you know... We, we talk on the show, oh, they're just doing this to put this person in the match, or they're just doing that to put that person in the match. Well, we have to choose a side of the line and stick with it, dude. I don't believe that everybody should be on every card. I think a WrestleMania spot should be earned. I don't think KO is undeserving of it, but he's been injured for a long time. The better part of, well, when did he go out? It, it, it was like, what, six months he was out? Yeah, but how many superstars go out with injury, come back and get thrown into winning the Royal Rumble or winning, going into a, a big match at, at WrestleMania? It happens all the time. I don't remember the last time it happened though. Like it's like hey, we're at thirty-five, dude. If those days were before thirty, that's been five years removed that something like that has happened. Look, fair enough. I just feel like KO. He works as I, I, KO. It's not like he's our homeboy. Like people know KO is. You know, he's great. I hope. I hope. It would have been nice. I think you mentioned on one of the podcasts if there was some sort of uh, like a, uh, the U.S. title. Maybe if Ray is hurt, they can make you know a oh. five or six person ladder match and get him in that. That would be great, dude. Or just throw him into that match. Uh, Ray Mysterio's out. KO needs a match. Put him in there, man. Uh, I don't want KO winning that title though. I hate it yeah. on him. Yeah, but you know I'm- what though. In hindsight, though, I feel like the reason... I bet you they pulled him aside and said, Look, KO, we don't have something lined up for you. This year is not your year. You are a big player for us. We remember the match you had with Jericho. We're a bit... No, I'm just joking. No, they hated that match. (laughs) Yeah, I know, I know. Jericho talked about that recently, too. Yeah, that was good. Uh, But um, I bet you they told him, Dude, we're moving you to Raw after WrestleMania. And I bet you they're going to move KO to Raw. And they told him that. Like, we got big plans for you. On Raw, he's going to want to go to Raw. That's where he was happy to be. And it's going to be Montreal, obviously. So they're, they, they'd be very stupid, A, not to have Kevin Owens go to Raw on that night. But at the same time, it all makes sense why Sami Zayn isn't coming back from WrestleMania. 
He's going to save Montreal. that for Montreal. They're yeah. going to save it for Montreal. Yeah, so it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. It's going to be off the hook. And, man, we're going to have a good time. Yeah. Um, I got to ask you, bro. Is there salt in this situation? The WWE threw Asuka a bone this week. Gave her the spotlight in the mixed 300-person tag match, whatever the fuck that was, on SD Live this week. So, salty? Or did you like it? I liked the fact that they were mixing up the men and the women in this whole thing, the segment. Uh, it kind of makes me think, like, maybe one day we're going to get that intergender match. Um, we saw Nikki Cross jump on Benjamin. That was fun. I thought the way that he jumped out, she's on top of him. They played it safe, still with it. Uh, but Oscar threw out Jeff Hardy, too, which I thought was cool. Yeah, I thought those two looked good together. I thought they could maybe pull off a colorful tag team. Uh, but ultimately, no, I'm not happy. And yes, I'm salty. Uh, I don't say that's throwing a bone. That's them doing a, a jackass way of giving her a rub before WrestleMania. Look, we had a conversation. We're not going to have her against Mandy Rose or Sonya Deville or in a fatal four-way because no one's going to be invested in this match. So it's like, okay, well, we have the match on the pre- pre-show and have her win. Do we not have her at all? Do we strip the title off of her? Well, it's better to maybe not have her on the show at all. But like, look, we were concerned about having her in this match that wasn't going to be meaningful. And now she's in this match that's not going to be meaningful. And it's going to be on the pre-card. Yeah. We already know that. Both both Battle Royals are. And do I think she's going to win? Oh, no, well, no. I don't think the men's Battle Royals on the pre-card. It is already announced. No way. They're going to put 100%. Michael J on the pre-card? They're on the pre-card. What? Don't know what to tell you. So, 205 Live match, the two Battle Royals, they are your pre-card matches as of now. Fuck off. I didn't know that. Shit. So, I thought it was really cool for the fact that, look, I think the fact that they were like, look, Oscar, we love you, and we had to do what we had to do and go out there and look good tonight. Cool. Awesome. I don't think she's going to win this Sunday. Even the fact that she was the last woman standing even further proves to me she won't be the last woman standing. I know who will be the last woman standing. And if you don't know by now, you're a complete idiot. We'll mm-hmm. get to that a bit later. Yeah. I think I think J-Bomb J should know as well, too. I think I know. Yeah. Uh, but you're going to have to listen to a little bit more longer, so keep yeah. listening to us at Takamania. Yeah. But... Uh-oh. One thing that was interesting was I love the crowd reaction. Yeah, they love Oscar. Uh, Come on, they love Oscar, and the fans are not stupid. They know the WWE. Did and that was it dirty. a good crowd. That was a great crowd at, at SmackDown last night. It was a good crowd, and they gave her a lot of respect. And guys, check it out. Um, she went on social media after. It's in Japanese, but you can get the translations. A few people put it out there. My wife translated it for me as well too, uh, and she basically says like, you know, this, since I lost the SmackDown Women's Title. The support I've gotten from fans, from friends, from superstars has been overwhelming. It was really hard for me, uh, but it's overwhelming to know the support and love that I have around me. And I will fight and I will go forward and it gives me the strength to win the Battle Royale WrestleMania. (laughs) But you see the intensity in her eyes and for Japanese women or Japanese people in general who have a hard time expressing feelings... She was tearing up. You could see in her eyes. She was choking up. And I even asked my wife, I said, you know, do you find that she was being emotional? She's like, yeah, you could definitely tell she's emotional. She looked like she was tearing up and choking up, trying to find words and stuff. So she knows. I really hope the WWE can find a way to rebound after WrestleMania. She has to understand this was all about, you know, the three women in the main event. They don't have a tendency of being able to carry more than one storyline with the women. I hope they end up fixing that in the new year. I hope 2019, the rest of the year, is good for Asuka. Uh, but I do not... Th- Shut up. I see your... Tell me how fun. you really feel, Des. Come on. 
I told you, I'm not happy about the situation. <laughs> I don't think her winning the Battle Royale was any kind of rub. But I like that it resulted in the fans making her feel appreciated. And man, I'm telling you, I'm going to be meeting her in just a couple days at Fan Access. And I'm going to tell her just how much I appreciate her. And you know what, man? The WWE is not ready for Asuka. I don't think, yeah. Okay. Well, you better be ready for her. Um, okay, so we got a new announcement for the uh, WWE Hall of Fame. The final inductee, Brutus the Beefcake. Um Brutus the Barber, Barber Beefcake. Beef, yeah. I was just saying this on the day where this, this, this fool over here's got to cut his hair. He's got some mop on top of his head. Yeah, it's pretty bad. You know, it's it's funny, though. Um, when I was a really young kid, Brutus was my favorite wrestler. Just because he was like a barber, he would cut off people's hair. I don't know what it was, but I always loved when he would cut their hair at the end of the match. I thought it was so funny. Um, and Bret Hart was my favorite as well. And DX was a huge part. I feel like we're going to WrestleMania, or screw you, I'll be at WrestleMania, and I feel like all my favorites are going into the WWE Hall of Fame. Except for the Honk Tonk Man. I don't really give a shit about him, but... I don't think anybody really does. <laughs> He's like the loser on the card, and there's no celebrity this year, eh? Good, because they always like, Drew Carey, and it's like, what the fuck did he do? You know, <laughs> He like, was in the WWE for... He was in a Royal Rumble, and then jumped yeah. out when Kane came out. He was scared, and that's it. Uh, but the Barber... Yeah... Brutus Barbecake, definitely one of the first I remember growing up watching wrestling. Yep, we're old as balls, guys. Yep. Uh, but I always thought, man, he's a terrible barber. He threw those he hedge clippers. Dude, he, he was obviously clippers. not a barber. <laughs> well, the come on, didn't he have like that whole neck, that little like thing around his neck that barbers would sometimes wear? Well, his stick, his shtick was to be a barber. I don't think he was a barber by and trade. And weren't they? Uh, come on, this guy owned real estate. They didn't they do the whole Marty Janetti angle and Shawn Michaels in his barber shop? I saw that. You can't tell me this guy didn't own a barbershop. You know, I heard that the barbershop... He, he had insurance on that window, I hear. I, I read that there is a setup of the barbershop at Access. Mm. So if that's the case, uh, this might be the you know end of our, our tag team. Oh, man, that'd be great if you could if we could recreate it. Dude, I would... Wait, well, oh, I'm not gonna tell I would you. let you super kick I'm, me I'm through gonna, it. I'm going to catch you from surprise and just throw <laughs> your face through that. Uh, but yeah, really excited for that. I actually got my email for fan access today. Telling oh, me did all about so did I. Yeah, I forgot like, to read it. Do this, do that, do this. But they showed like how the setup would be and like there's shops and there's a wing for legends and there's a wing for NXT and like, Sick. it's really excited, man. I'm, uh, I'm getting giddy. I'm getting giddy. Yeah. Did uh, you, you purchased a WrestleMania sweater, right? Did you, are you going to pick it up when you get there? Did you do the express checkout thing? I did the express checkout. Okay. I can only get it on WrestleMania Sunday, I believe. But yeah, I picked up the hoodie. I thought it was really nice. It has NJ from New Jersey, NY on one side, WrestleMania 35. It's very simple, classic. Uh, and it has nice little thumb holes for those who like. Actually, it's funny because I only wear, have one other sweater that has thumb holes and I'm wearing it right now. Uh, but yeah, it looks comfortable. And you know what? I'm picking it up because um, ahead of time because it's a medium. And mediums go fast. So, hmm. you know. Smart. I heard you're going to save like tons of time in line. So I yeah, actually heard it. that on the Boot to the Face podcast. I think Marty was telling us about that. And so. it's, uh, you'll be thankful because you won't be waiting on my ass. So Yeah, thank God. Um, but but and, it's really cool. Oh. It's really exciting. I hear that there's going to be possibilities to uh, meet lots of people there. And apparently for my for my meeting with Asuka, they're giving me, I think they're called like companion bracelets or something like that, where you're actually able to come into the line with me. I don't know if it means you're also able to meet them. But it, Oh, it, I don't actually, want to stand in line with you. It actually made it seem, though, like you'd actually be able to come in that line. Like if somebody gets a, a VIP access, your friends can come in. But it, that would be stupid. It can't make, It can't be that. It I don't know. We'll that. see. If you can we'll bring see. somebody, you're bringing your wife. Come on. Don't be silly. 
No, I have three companion bracelets. Oh shit! Yeah, and we're four people. That's perfect. That's it. We'll oh. see. We'll see. Yeah, if any okay. of you guys know how it works, if you've done access before, yeah, you've gotten companion bracelets. It's very cryptic the way they explained it. It might just be your friends wait in line, and then you go meet them, and they sit back jealous. Um, but you know, <laughs> yeah, we'll you're see. like uh, you're gonna wait in line with us uh, for two hours, and then you're not gonna meet her. Yeah, I just hope that my wife can do it because then she can talk to Oscar for me directly, you know, and then I can get her on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're getting on the podcast for sure. One day. Um, I'll wear her down. Uh, and Jim Ross has signed a contract with AEW. Apparently, it's you extremely do's. lucrative. Uh, three years, he's going to be doing commentary, and I think he's got some sort of creative power or some, senior, some, advi- senior they, advisor. Some shit like that. Uh, but it's nice to see JR uh, t- to join a company like that. Uh, he's done some New Japan work. Uh, I'm just excited that they're getting big names like this. This, this is exciting. Yeah, like, it shows you that they're really up. trying to be competitive and they're going to be, you know, I don't know, I guess a big name player, I guess at least down the road. Uh, you know, Jim Ross, I think if anybody's going to get a lucrative contract, it should be this man. I think he's probably the most well-known and... I guess, um, successful announcer in wrestling of all time. I mean, there's, there's no question of that. So does he still have it? I've seen some of his other matches now, his calling of his matches. It's not definitely what he what he once was. He's getting older. But it doesn't matter, man. You put Jim Ross on there, he's going to kick ass. Yep. They're going to have him with a good partner as well, too, on, an, on the announced team. So really exciting news. I think Justin Roberts as well, too, is the ring announcer. And they have Alicia Tout as well, too, uh, joining the team. I think she'll be doing batch, backstage interviews and hosting various events for the AEW as well, too. Mm. I mean, she was close with Kenny Omega and a lot of the crew over there. So not surprising and very happy to see that for everybody. So awesome AEW. Keep doing it, Cody Rhodes. And the future is bright for AEW. Dot, yeah, dot, buddy. Dot. Question Holy mark? shit. We're already at the 35-minute mark, and we haven't even gotten into predictions Des, oh, it's time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Des and J-Bombs Predictions. All right, Dez, so we're talking NXT TakeOver. Uh, we'll get to WrestleMania after this. Uh, this is happening as soon as we get into New York. Uh, we're going to have about like an hour or two right after we arrive. we got to get to Barclay Center. Um, I'm super hyped for this. Um, let's run through the card. I'm going to go in the order that you wrote it. So uh, let's start off with the War Raiders versus Black and Ricochet. Who do you got? So I got to think here. Black and Ricochet are potentially two of the superstars that have been highlighted the most in the WWE, period, over the past month or two. Oh, they are. Yeah, for sure. They're on SmackDown. They're on Raw. You were talking earlier about wrestlers really not sticking to a brand, uh, and that seems to be the case with NXT heavily. So War Raiders, Black, Ricochet, we've known Black, Ricochet have kind of said their farewells to NXT. I do believe this is probably their last NXT match. Agreed. Uh, That being said, I can't see them walking out with the NXT tag team titles. Unless they're going to do something similar to Sasha and Bayley where they can bring them up and down. It's just not going to happen. Now, I think Black and Ricochet are so hot right now that I really don't know how this match would end where they would keep those titles unless maybe like 
you know, a tag team from the main roster comes out and distracts them. There's miscommunication. There's some disqualification. There's some dirty play. They don't do bullshit like that at NXT, though. They don't. Yeah, I know. So I'm not really sure in terms of how that would end. Uh, but ultimately, I, I have to think the War Raiders, you know, they're going to get in the rub, maybe, worst case scenario, just, you know, to send them out with respect. But uh, War Raiders, they're going to retain the titles. They, they got them all, what, last NXT or the one before that, the takeover. So they, it's fresh. Uh, it's War Raiders are running hot. Uh, they'll, they'll retain. They'll I agree. Win. 100%. Like you said, uh, Black and Ricochet are extremely hot. They don't need any more spotlight. Actually, they'd be putting the War Raiders over um, having them win, even though the War Raiders are the champions. Um, Dude, they're, they're also in the tag team match, uh, SmackDown tag, tag team title match. Yeah, so exactly. I they mean, have two I'm, tag team title matches that we can imagine. They get all the gold. Dude, I wouldn't even rule that out either. I mean, I, I don't know. They're so high on Black and Ricochet right now. I wouldn't either. Um there was a part of me that thought, and this is a little bit crazy, but maybe Ricochet and Black were going to face the Revival and then also be in the four-man on SmackDown and also win NXT and literally hold all three of them. And, and they should have done it. They should have done I, it. I know they should have done that. This would have been the year. This would have yeah. been the year. And the, this would have been the team to do it. They would have been the team to do it. But anyways, yeah. I, I agree. War Raiders need to win this. Well, they don't need to win this match, but I they should win this match. Three belts each? Imagine. Oh, my God. Just like That'd hanging filthy. off of them. filthy. Yeah. Um... I don't know how they're going to do it. I think it's going to be an amazing match. I'm so excited for yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. It'll be great. Uh, I think it's going to open up. I don't know. I if just can't like, wait for the NXT. Like, being in that arena, it's smaller, it's intimate. and then It's all not the, that much oh, smaller. It's Barclay, man. Oh. <laughs> it's oh, like the size of the Bell Center. All those smacks and the NXT. Oh, my God. Oh. It's going to be good. It'll be good. Uh, we got Pete Dunne versus Walter. Um, we've talked about... Um, Walter on the podcast before I've you know been the guy who's gotten a little bit of flack from all the indie hipsters that fucking love this dude I don't get it um, if you could maybe, make a t-shirt for J-Bomb it'd be like who the fuck is Walter yeah Walter who like Cronkite who's this fucker um, we'll see he's huge um, Pete Dunn's tiny it should be interesting uh, I really don't want to see Pete Dunn lose his title I really wanted to see him go forever with this thing so it's a tough one for me to call. I have to think it's time. I don't know if Pete Dunne's going to work on the main card, so I really don't want him to lose that title. But uh, if I if I have to pick something, I'm going to go with Walter. I'm with you, man. I think this is the one. I think this is the one that beats the one. Uh, he will defeat Pete Dunne. He will win the championship. I think he's going to be the face right now of NXT UK. Uh, this guy is a beast. I think Pete Dunne and Walter can put on a great match. Pete style, you know, he's a bruiserweight. He's going to bend and twist and contort those joints and those fingers walter's just gonna beat you with his fists and a slap to the chest and he's just a machine so it's gonna be exciting to see them face off um it's gonna be interesting to see what finally takes pete dunn out for the pin but ultimately i think with the superstar shakeup we're gonna see pete dunn on the main roster so i think his time with nxt uk is over I think he had an amazing run, historic run. I love Pete Dunne, and that for that very reason, I want to see him on the main roster, having those great matchups. You know, him, Daniel Bryan. You know, he's not it getting up. Bryan. No he way. Might. Oh come on, they're going to throw him into. Him. They're going to throw him into the mid upper class right away. He's, he's definitely so small. Himself. He's so ah, small. So is Daniel Bryan. Oh, he's smaller than Bryan. I think. Maybe I'm wrong. Look, man. Look, man. Shut your mouth. Walter's going to win this match. <laughs> He's going to debut on Raw, and that's all there is to it. All right. 
All right, let's move on. Uh, the North American Championship, we got the bro, Matt Riddle, versus the Velveteen Dream. Uh, you're not high on Matt Riddle. Uh, I don't I don't really care for his character, but his in-ring stuff is cool. Um, I'm excited for this match. It's going to be awesome. I don't know who's going to win, though. Who do you got? Okay, so I actually watched the, the match that they had going into the winner faces Gargano for the two out of three falls, or, the, or for the championship. I guess it wasn't determined two out of three falls yet. Uh, and uh, Matt Riddle kind of won me over, so I'm oh, I'm getting there. Matt Riddle oh. can 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 deliver. He can wrestle with whoever I've seen him wrestle with. I've liked what I've seen. Velveteen Dream, Matt Riddle, Adam Cole, Ricochet, Black. You know these are guys who are some of the best in the world, and yep. uh, really excited for this match. I think Velveteen Dream, Matt Riddle are going to put on an amazing matchup. They showed some shades of what they could do in the prior match leading into seeing who was going to face Gargano. And I think these guys are going to have... It's going to be... It could be... You know, it's hard to say what the match of the night (laughs) is going to be because they're all going to be probably matches of the night. Uh, But it's going to be a phenomenal match. Mind you, Velveteen Dream is going to hang on to the United... Sorry, the North American Championship. Um, It's a little too soon for him to drop that title. Matt Riddle, a little too green to get that title. And uh, I just think it's going to be an amazing match with your man, the Velveteen Dream, on top. Yeah, a lot of people are thinking Velveteen's going to drop and then end up on Raw or SmackDown after Mania. He's very, uh, very, very young. He's a baby. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't know if he's ready for that yet. I think they need to make him a little bit humble. I think he is. But I'm I saying, don't think you know, WWE like, is ready for Velveteen Dream yet. Like main roster, ruin is not ready. Yeah, I agree. You pull up Black. You pull up Ricochet. You pull up you know Gargano, or you pick up, pull up Cole, or you pull up Riddle. Like you know, like you're gonna you're losing losing big holes out of NXT. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll agree with you, man. Velveteen Dream's going to retain. And I don't think that's a popular opinion, but whatever, let's go with it. I um, think it should be. I mean, no. Yeah, well, we're smarter than a lot of people. So, um, Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai versus Kyrie Sane versus Bianca Belair. And honestly, every time I remember that we're going to NXT, I remember I'm going to watch Io Shirai moonsault in person. And I am, I'm, I'm like half chubbed right now talking about it. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for this. Are you attracted by her wrestling? Uh, yeah, I don't really. She doesn't do it for me, uh, however you want to put it. But in the ring, honestly, I think she's, I guess if I was going to choose a match to watch, like if I could only have one match, it wouldn't necessarily be this one, but it would be a match with Io Shirai in it. Cool. I love it. I love hearing that. I think that's my favorite part. Maybe my highlight about this podcast like there's often where I'm like, check this girl out or check this person or this person from Japan and Jay's like, Yeah, hey, I'll check them out. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll check them out. Yeah, they're all right. But honestly, like to hear you and see you tweet out that like the highlight of your NXT is to watch Io Shirai, it makes me Yo, it makes that me Women's Evolution. Happy. Women's Evolution. She's she she won me over, man. That was I mean, the finesse, like the way she moves around the ring, the I don't know what the word and she's is. She's restricted too. Like she's honestly like the, the the reins are on her. She can't fully unleash you know what she can do. Did you see the gifts or the images of her wrestling like them wrestling as a tag team and just like running around people? No, I didn't like, see it. She's like running like they were fa- facing like Shayna Baszler or something in a triple threat or a four way or whatever it is, and like EO like runs over her. The other girl like dives under her. The other one jumps over. The other one pushes her over, and like they're running around her, and she's like, I don't. The Shayna doesn't know where. 
who's coming left and who's coming right. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send it. I'll tweet it out on our social media. <laughs> but these girls as a tag team and the stuff they can do together, really impressive. And the fact they'll be mixing it up at the same time. And Shayna Baszler, man, I don't want to discredit her either. She's awesome. I love Shayna. I think she has developed so much as an individual, way more than Ronda Rousey. Sorry, guys. Mm. And the things she does in the ring, the psychology, she does similar things like Pete Dunne where she'll bend joints and stuff. She'll like put the elbow, the arm out and like jump on the elbow. It's really nasty. Yeah, she's great. Um, so this one's a bit harder to call because Shayna Baszler is a key player in NXT. And the thing about her that I like is she doesn't stick to her feud. So she'll, she'll be feuding with Io Shirai, Kairi Sane, and Belair. But then in the middle of like a, you know, like a women's match with other talent on the roster, she'll just come out and kick the shit out of all of them. And like, there's no <laughs> tie-in. They're not going to go into a women's title match. But she'll just be like, look, I'm going to kick your ass because I'm the top dog around here. And then like a week later, there'll be another women's match. No involvement in Shayna. Sugar's go out in the match, ruin the match, and destroy everybody. And I think that's amazing. They should be doing yeah, that's more Yeah, that's very that. cool. That's very so cool. So if, if she leaves... It's leaving a big hole in the women's division. But at the same time, there's so many women coming up. And this is what I was talking about Sasha a few weeks ago. Yes, she's amazing. Yes, she's had this legacy. She's one of the best. She's a you know revolutionary, pioneer, whatever you want to say. I'm probably giving her more credit. Than way she, too she, much credit. Maybe. But I'm telling you guys, wait and see the talent that is coming up. They're on a whole nother level. And that's not a bad thing. It's a great thing for everybody. And you'll get to see them mix it up with Sasha. And it'll make Sasha a better competitor. Um, but You know what? Hold on. I got to stop you for a second. You gave her way too much credit. I will say this and I will say this proudly. Sasha Banks is a one feud wonder. Her work with Bailey in NXT was amazing. And that is it. She's never been able to recapture that. Her feud with Charlotte was not that good. Charlotte was... Their matches were not that good. They just they weren't. Um, Charlotte's a better worker with Asuka. Charlotte's a better worker with Becky. Uh, a better worker with uh, Ronda Rousey as well. Sasha Banks is a one-feud wonder. Send me your hate. I don't give a shit. Come at me, bro. At yeah. J-Bomb. Yeah. Um, and her theme song, right? If she didn't have that. like People love that. I even like her song. Yeah, no, her th- her song is awesome. I just said her. You thong. almost said her thong is awesome, <laughs> and we've seen it on TV, and it it, it was skin colored, but awesome. <coughs> Excuse me. So, so, who are we picking? I want to ask you: Do you think Shane is going to go up to the main roster? No, I don't. Not yet. Uh, I think she's ready, but I think it might be it might leave too big of a hole. Um, you know what? She's had the title for quite some time. She won it. She lost it. I have to think. Let's see. Okay, so Velveteen, Wait, we think is going to retain. Kyrie Sane has been a champion, right? She beat Baszler. Look, we think then... we think War Raiders are going to retain. We think Velveteen's going to re- Velveteen's going to retain. They'll obviously be a new NXT champion. Yeah, the women's championship. I have to think it'll it's going to go to somebody new, and maybe they're really gung ho on Belair. Maybe... I think honestly, that's what I was going to say. I think it's Belair that's going to win this. You know, and then there's EO. Yeah, you know what, man? I can see Belair winning it and then going on to a few with EO and then EO wins it or something like that. And then maybe EO fights his faces off against Kyrie for it. So let's go, you know, let's go let's go with Bianca Belair here. Uh, Not my uh, pick. And my least bold. my least want the one I, I least want to win this match, for sure, hundred percent. Yeah. But uh, I agree. she did she did all right against Shayna. She worked her ass off and she's worked her ass off. So uh and I'll give her that, even though I'm not a fan. So you I can just visualize it. Let's get yeah, that's it. The same here. Let's give it to Bianca. All right. 
Um, so main event time, NXT Championship time, uh, which I'm 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 predicting this match is the match of the weekend. The weekend, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, two out of three falls for the NXT Championship. Who you got? Adam Cole, baby. I got that. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I don't think there's much more to say, really. Uh, it's going to be a great match. I don't think Gargano has a chance in hell for this. I'm excited as hell for Cole, too. Me too, man. Uh, but just, I mean, Adam Cole reeks of championship material. He reeks of NXT championship material. The North American title looks so good on him. This is going to look even better. Um... I'd love to say he was coming to the main roster. I don't know if Gargano is going to go with everything that's happening with Champa, but I don't know. I, I just can't see any. Adam Cole is going to hold that title up to close the NXT Takeover. Look, man, I'm telling you, they talked about winning all the titles this year. They're going to do it. The War Raiders will retain. They'll go on and fight the Undisputed Era. They'll have the titles. Maybe the North American will come as well too. Uh, I hear even rumors that they might even get a women a woman into the Undisputed Era moving forward Sick. as well too. So that could be exciting. A lot to look forward to. And yes, we want Cole on the main roster. We want to see him come out and do boom and baby, you know, week after week. But hang on. The wait is going to be worth it. Imagine when he finally does make his debut. I still believe it might be in 2019. But let's just, you know, let's just wait and see. Gargano, I think they're a lot higher on him in terms of his potential on the main roster. I think also he will be moving up to the main roster. That was the plan. I heard the plan apparently was um, Ricochet and Black for one set of tag team titles. I think Raw and then on SmackDown or vice versa. It was going to be Gargano. Exactly. For the other tag team titles. Uh, But you know what? I don't know because they were also lining those two up to have the match that they were supposed to have to begin with. So maybe that actually wouldn't have made sense. Um, But lots of things have been changing. And Gargano going up to the main roster kind of makes sense to me. I think that's what's going to happen here. Uh, I feel kind of bad because Gargano's like, I've been in NXT so long. It's part of my soul. My family's coming down. I feel like, you know, if I'm going to go to the main roster, I feel like I need to win that title at least once. Uh, It sucks that he's not going to do it. Um, So that's the one part in the back of my mind that's like, well, maybe he will because of that. But no, I think this is going to be Cole. He'll be sticking down. Um, But I'm not entirely against Cole losing and coming up to the main roster either. But... I'm telling you, Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole, but you know what would be really dope, actually? Um, if Cole wins and then the uh, the other guys in Undisputed Era, uh, let's say Roderick Strong picks up the North American, and then uh, the two yeah, other guys... Yeah, I could see that being him. I could see Roderick Strong doing that. You're right. I think yeah. that might be the man to do it. And the two other guys, I always forget their name. I know it's Kyle O'Reilly and the other guy. Fish. Fish. That's okay. That's it. Bobby Fish? Uh, Bobby Fisher? Bobby Fish? Anyways... If they all have titles, that to me is when you want them to walk out to the main roster and be like, look at us, we own NXT, and then you could start slowly creating a storyline for them all coming to the main roster. Sure, man. They can invade, man, with all the titles. The invasion. We're here. It's time. It's time. This has been a long episode. It's about to get longer. WrestleMania is only what? It's going to be Thursday, tomorrow, Friday, Saturday. Three days away, baby. It's crazy, uh, man. I know. I can't believe we're going, dude. This is... Uh, every time I see a commercial for it, I'm just like, shit, we're going to be there, man. We're going to see every entrance. 
80,000 people, oh, an open God. arena, rain or shine. That's well, supposed, they... nice. supposed to be nice. Supposed to be nice. Yeah, well, no, yeah. they're calling for a small chance of rain towards the end of the night. But you know what? I don't care. Rain on my parade. Rain on me. I don't. Well, it won't be rain on my parade because I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. The energy, the excitement. I'm hoping for some surprises. Uh, who knows? Maybe someone's going to interrupt Elias. There's lots of rumors there, too. We don't know, but it's going to be exciting. We're going to be at WrestleMania. And guys, we are taking on Boot to the Face, the Irish Whip podcast in our prediction battle for WrestleMania. It's going to be off the hook. Let's do it, fellas. All right, buddy. Um, You want to start off with the women's battle royal, I assume, because it's the crappiest match on the card. Start from the bottom, make it to the top. Um pretty straightforward all the women that don't have a really good storyline going on are going to be thrown to a battle royal in the pre-card Lazy as sauce. you mentioned um to me it's a no-brainer i think we agreed we mentioned it earlier in the podcast um it's i mean if it's not oscar then it's it's lacy evans right 100 percent, it's going to be lacy evans and that really grinds my gears and makes me salty as who F. cares it's it's a battle royal right. nothing the fact that it's on the pre-card makes me a little bit you know i'm okay, I'm okay with a little bit more but uh i really hope it's not like she wins a battle royale and then the next week she faces oscar and beats her then i'm just like go- honestly if that's the direction we're headed in i want oscar to leave i want her to go with aw oh come on not that i'm like being a baby about it but I want her to put on amazing matches. If she can go into a promotion where they're really going to let her do her shit. and actually She's never going to. No one's going to put amazing matches on in WWE. Like we want. Like we really, truly want. It's, it's not going to happen. I've seen her. I watched the Royal Rumble. Did you not? Becky and Oscar. It was, was a, a good match. match. It was an amazing match. Oscar could do I, better. I You're putting words in my mouth by saying amazing, son. I said a great match. And it was a great match. And one of the best matches on the Royal Rumble. And honestly... One of Becky Lynch's best matches. Sorry, guys. Come at me. Okay. All right. So we're agreeing with Lacey Evans. We got a lot to cover. We got to get through this, bro. Um, you want to go to the men's battle royal right off the bat? Yeah, sure. Let's just let's knock this shit out. Okay. Um, I, I think we both agree with this. I think it's a no-brainer. Uh, Braun Strowman's going to win this. Uh, it has to be, unless there's some sneaky Saturday Night Live shit where they trick, trick him and pull him out or he, he eliminates himself because he's angry at them. Um you know, I'm looking at the people in it. There isn't anybody overly impressive. You know, the only thing that I really have to say is like, look, if Kevin Owens doesn't have a match, maybe, maybe because he hasn't mm-hmm. been announced for anything. If they put him in, look, if Kevin Owens gets inserted into this match, then I think there's a good chance he's going to win it. But right now he's not. Uh, and Braun Strowman, this is a really crappy draw for him in terms of a WrestleMania match. It seems like he's the comedy relief uh, every year at WrestleMania. So yeah, I, I, I would hope they're going to give this to him. Actually, you know what? Now that you mentioned that, I bet you it's going to be one of the guys from SNL. I bet you it's going to be one of them. Should we pick one of them? No. You know, you want to keep with LeBron? I, I don't want that to even be a scenario in my mind. <laughs> All right, let's stick with Braun Strowman. Um, you also said the 205 Live match was on the uh, pre-card, right? Correct. All right, so I don't even know who's in it. Is it Buddy Murphy and who? Tony Nese. Oh, yeah. Who? Tony? Tony's niece. niece. Oh, Tony Storm. Okay, I gotcha. Uh, you could pick this one, bro, because I have no fucking clue. Right. So, this could go either way. 
Um, you know, Tony Nice has been putting in the hours, putting in the hard work, you know, uh, for a long time now. And I wouldn't be opposed to him winning the title. I think it could be good for him. I still think it's a little bit early. I think he should go through a little bit more championship matches, a little bit more grinding uh, in these high, I guess, profile matches. So I really hope Buddy Murphy ends up winning this one. I think he's great. I think Buddy Murphy should be highlighted a lot more in the WWE outside of 205 Live. I honestly think this match is going to be great, guys. And I, I say this every time we talk about a 205 Live match. I sound like a broken clock. Um, but I'm excited. Pre-card or no pre-card, these guys will set the tone and the energy going into the pay-per-view. It'll be a match that'll be, I guess, probably underrated by the end of the night. Um, but not forgotten. Um, but I'm, I'm just going to go with Buddy Murphy because I just don't think Tony Nese is ready yet. If he wins, awesome, Tony. You worked your ass off. But uh, a little bit more involvement in the title picture first for me. So I'll go with Buddy Murphy. All right. Officially, I agree with you. And uh, I agree with everything you said. So, uh, All right. Moving on. We got... <coughs> Let's see here. What's another shitty match? All right. Shane McMahon versus The Miz. Let's get this out of the way. Uh, I guess it's... After the we saw Sanity on on SmackDown, so that was cool. If we got anything out of this feud that was decent, Sanity was on TV. Um, I don't. I guess the Miz is gonna win this. See, now this one's hard because you got to factor in many things here. Talked about Sanity; they seem to be rolling with Shane right now. We talked about the Miz and his involvement in the Miz and Misses. Huge part of this. You're gonna see. The next season or whatever, there's going to be all this lead up to WrestleMania, his match, and all this stuff. But here's the thing. It's a Falls Count Anywhere match. And the Miz went over big this week. He took out Sanity. And uh, it was cool. Very weird to see the Miz in this kind of light last week where he was dominant and he could take out three people backstage. And I liked it. It was kind of cool, kind of fresh. Um, I don't know. I have to think something's going to be up. Shane never wins at WrestleMania. Or not commonly, I guess you could say. Uh, and he's a heel. And there's going to be this false count anywhere. I have to have a feeling he's going to have people backstage involved to help him take out the Wait. Miz. Whoa, 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 you see the people backstage? Well, Whew. why not? Well. Dude, how cool would it be to see some kind of rebirth or reemergement, reemergence? Of the Mean Street Posse. <laughs> the Mean Street Sanity, baby. <laughs> Not going to happen. See them all come out with like polo shirts and sweater vests. <laughs> mean Street Posse was dope, man, back Dude, they in the were day. awesome. And that music's pimp, man. Like, sometimes, it's like, so I have, pimp. I have like thousands of songs in my playlist. And the other morning, like I was having my shower, getting ready for work. And like the Mean Street Posse would blur through my house. And I'm like, oh, snap. Dude, if man. I was walking to work downtown and that song came on, I'd give that whole like... Kramer Funk Walk where he's wearing that pimp jacket yeah. at the end of the episode there. Oh, so good. So I don't know, man. I'm kind of wanting to go out on a limb and like, look, they're not going to give us all the happy endings. They need to make drama. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like with this false count anywhere, it's not going to work in Mrs. Favor. He's one man. He doesn't have many friends. And Shane does have people watching his back. You know, we have Sanity. Sheldon Benjamin can come out and help him. There's so many angles and so many places they can go with this. Um, you know, false kind of anywhere make me feel like there's going to be a big spot as well, too. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of inclined to pick Shane McMahon. 
I don't think this you feud's going me. away at WrestleMania. I don't think this feud is done at WrestleMania. Okay, and I agree with that. If it's not done, Shane's winning. If it is done, it's The Miz. You've sold me. Let's go with Shane. Look, we're being competitive here. Boot to the face and Irish Whip podcast. We want to make things a little bit fun. You know, so let's do it. Let's go out on a limb here and say Shane McMahon. All right. Uh, let's get an easy one out of the way here then. Uh, we got Finn Balor, who's going to be coming as the demon. Uh, by the way, I didn't like the way that, that they announced that was it on terrible, Raw. eh? It reminded me of the Bray Wyatt pumpkin face thing. Yeah, his tongue it out. did when it was like uh, Sister Abigail's coming back. Yeah, yeah no it good. It was very no creepy too, like his tongue. Like it, it was wasn't a woman, creepy. Maybe, it but... was cringy. It was it was just yeah. corny. I thought, um, but no doubt in my mind, uh, Finn Balor is winning this. Uh, the only thing I'm really excited about this match uh, is... Oh, you know what? I could see Bobby just, like, DQing himself or some shit. But, yeah, go... Yeah, no. Okay. The Demon can't lose. He's undefeated. Yeah, right? no, I guess if the Demon's coming out, then, yeah, he's got to win this one. <laughs> and I'm just excited to see the Demon's entrance. It's going to be cool. Uh, we have such a sick view of the entrance ramp. Uh, we, we, we specifically got tickets to enjoy the entrances and to enjoy the fireworks show and to do all that kind of crap. So this We can't this see the cool. ring at all. Not at all. We it's all about the entrances for us. <laughs> no, it's a great no, shot yeah, of yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Fuck you. Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Finn Balor. All right. Uh let's do Kurt Angle Samoa- versus Oh, Samoa I was Joe say versus Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio. All right, let's do it. Go ahead. Samoa Joe. Come on, man. Samojo finally won the gold. He has that championship. All of us are really happy for him. He worked his ass off for it. He's not going to drop it anytime soon. You don't think soon. he's going to get rolled up and like from <laughs> the Kikini Clutch? Look, everyone's super bitter about that, that he's been taking some pins and losses and stuff. But like, look, man, the guy's been around for ages. When people have been around that long, they help put over younger talent. And I think he's got no problem going backstage and do and saying, yeah, I'll help out. Um, you know, but he gets his, 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 his T-bone stakes thrown at him once in a while. And that is the U S championship title. I think that's a great title for Samoa Joe to hold. I think he's the man who can bring some prestige back to it. I'm not saying he's going to be the savior, but he's definitely a man that can hold it with pride and do it justice. Um, Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio, it'll be a good match, but again, uh, Samoa Joe's going to win this. And if Rey Mysterio isn't ready and it's Ali, Maybe Ali would end up pulling up a win, but ultimately, I think whoever he's going to face, Samoa Joe is walking out with that United States Championship. Ding, ding, ding. That is your winner. Okay, so when I talked to the guys, um, we did say you had to pick the winner, not who retains. So if you think Joe is going to get disqualified and Ray's going to win the match but not get the title, then we would be picking Ray Mysterio. I just want to make that clear. No, he's going to win. He's going to win. I don't think at WrestleMania you're going to see many, if any, disqualifications. It's going to be a match. Stories are told, right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing is that I'm thinking of headlines the next day. Right, and I'm thinking of WWE.com. People don't want to see Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio too again for the U.S. title on SmackDown for the next few weeks. It's and Rey Mysterio no, I, can't really do a full time schedule anyways. What are you talking about, bro? There's no rematch clause anymore. They never oh, do that. Right. I forgot. <laughs> I, I just me. part of me like I don't agree with you. I do think Rey Mysterio is going to win this just because he's back. He's a huge name. He's got a contract with WWE for a little bit longer. I I could see him holding it up. Um, but I'm going to give it to you. But if you are wrong, I am going to turn to you in the stands and tell you, you fucking idiot. Wait, you would you would go with Rey Mysterio? Yeah, I would. I honestly would. Okay. I would. Well, I, no. I think, I'm going with Joe. 
Yeah, and 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 we're and as as a podcast, we'll I'll pick Joe with you. I'm down. Um, just remember this. I'll buy remember. you a beer if I'm wrong. How about that? Oh, sick! I'm down with my uh, American De Niro. <laughs> oh my god, the exchange rate. See, you garbage Americans man, don't know. garbage. Thirty three percent, man. Ugh. It's terrible. Um. All right, let's do Kurt Angle, Baron Corbin now. This Angle. is a tough one. I think it's tougher than we think. Tougher than we think. Really? Yeah, I do. I don't see... Okay, I'm just going to say it. I don't see Kurt Angle winning this match. I don't. I really don't. I, 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 it's very rare that people retire when they win. Or they, they win their final match. And I think it would be the most heat ever. Even more heat ever on Baron Corbin. 80,000 people pissed. Pissed, pissed, pissed. And WWE loves him. And he'll have that accolade. I retired Kurt Angle. Now, That's a good point. Fair enough. You mentioned it uh, in the notes, I think. that, or, or I read it today somewhere. It's in my mind. But if... What they should have done is Kurt Angle at the end of Raw to close it should have broken his fucking ankle. And then oh we get God. John Cena versus Kurt Angle. Would have been great. Yeah. Yes. It wasn't for me. I would have remembered that you? one. Okay. It was not for me. I won't trade credit for that. But that was def- that's definitely a great idea. Maybe they could even still take a chance and play on that, you know, if they really read social media and see people's opinions. Um, I would have thought it would have been cool. Have him beat Corbin two minutes flat. He's celebrating, crowd's excited, and then Cena comes out, challenges him to an impromptu match. Angle, uh, Cena beats him, and then Angle retires like that. That's fine, because look, man, Angle's not going to hang with Cena. And I know a lot of people are upset, Corbin's his match. But dude, he's not going to be able to go toe-to-toe with Cena. Mm. He's not going to be able to go toe-to-toe with The Undertaker. Undertaker can't go toe-to-toe with himself in a mirror. Oh my god, that'd be the saddest match, Angle and Taker? I take her shed a lot of weight though. He actually posted on social media and like he lost like twenty or thirty pounds. He looks. Yo, man, his hips thinner. don't lie, bro. Doesn't matter how his hips light don't he is. lie, but they crack and creak and squeak. Uh, but yes, uh, no, you're you're stupid. I mean, hundred percent, like <laughs> fucker. Yeah, well, dude. I mean, the way they've been playing angle and stuff, I think they really need to send him out right. Uh, it's kind of sad watching him go through what he went through over the past month. He's not the same Kurt Angle. He's not on the painkillers anymore. Um, he can't move around as much as he as, as he did, and I'd rather him be sober, clean, and be living a good life. But I don't want to him. He shouldn't be wrestling anymore. He's got to step no. back. And I think sending him off. He's had a great career. Um, WWE's kind of embarrassed him a couple times. Did the whole JR treatment on him. But I think if he faces off against Corbin, there's a part of me that's like, yes, Ultimate Heat. You know, Randy Orton, the Legend Killer. You can have Baron Corbin doing something similar with Angle. Um, but nah. Corbin, put him in a match where he loses. He'll get his WrestleMania match against Kurt Angle. I think that's good enough for him. A feather in his cap being Kurt Angle's last match. Um, and I, I still think Cena should be involved one way or the other, coming out and saying, thank you for your career. You showed ruthless aggression. And that's the closest they can tie it back to because mm-hmm. I just don't think Cena and Angle are going to be able to hang with each other. Um, so, yeah, Corbin, Angle. Uh, ha- angle. Has to be Angle. Like, I, I get it. Corbin could lose this match and still get a lot of heat. He can, you know, throw a tantrum, freak out. Um, I just, I, I'm just trying to envision how it's going to end. I know, like, even if you Corbin right. wins, even if Corbin wins, Angle's still going to get his moment in the ring where everybody thanks him and all that bullshit. Um, well, Shawn Michaels lost against the Taker, right? But it was Taker, so. But everybody loses when they leave. You're supposed to. You lose on your back. It's like a saying. 
But mm-hmm. you're right. They have been treating Kurt Angle a certain way. But when he came out on Raw, it's like we got the payoff. Like we've been waiting for the payoff where Angle gets Corbin. And and if he if Angle is going over over Corbin, then I think the ending of Raw was silly. Hmm, that is true because that whole recipe of like whoever's on top going into pay-per-view usually loses. But we've seen so much of that this week. Is it really going to be across the board? No, but I just mean like that we like if that, we got payoff, we got revenge on 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 Corbin on Raw, and then to uh, but not directly and, angles. Rey Mysterio was like, "I did the work for you because you can't move." Well, no, yeah, but Angle came out and you know attacked. Anyways, okay, Kurt Angle, let's go. I, I, all right, right. Now you got me questioning my shit, man. Yeah, I know. I'm curious well, to, think what, I'm curious to see what the other guys pick because uh, that would be really that would be catastrophic. People are already upset about who he's facing, right? And I think the whole reason they didn't put him against Cena was because you could put him against Cena and then have him lose, and it'd be fine. But I think the whole reason is they didn't put him against Cena was because they don't want him to lose. So it's a tougher one than I think. That's just what my point was going to be made. It, is. it definitely one. is. It definitely yeah. is more tough than I initially thought going into this. You raised some good points. You were smart for a minute and now you're dumb. So let's continue. All right. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Drew Mac Mac. Drew Mac um, and cheese. I've kind of liked it. Rome. They haven't pushed Roman too hard since he's been back. Yeah, man. I was going to say that too. That was one of my talking points was like, look, he came back. Everyone was ecstatic. And then, like, look, he was barely involved in Raw this week. And that's cool. Yeah. I, I liked it when yeah. I saw him. They knew, like, let's not shove him down your throat right away or at all. There's other stuff going on. And they're putting him in a pretty solid match. Look, you know, I wanted to see that Drew McIntyre versus Cena match. I think it would have been amazing, especially with the, I'm coming for you, Cena. Uh, but not a match to be ashamed of being involved with. Roman Reigns, the big dog, coming back from leukemia. Um, but... Ultimately, I think across the board, you know, boot to the face, Irish whip. I think we're all on the same page we would have to be. Uh, Roman Reigns, he's going to be your big dog and your big winner on uh, the grand stage at WrestleMania. Yeah, this one I'm in agreement with. Uh, and I, I will give I will give Chris Rucker and boot to the face points. I mean, it was kind of a given, but he's been saying it for months and months. Yeah. They're building up that Claymore kick just so Roman Reigns can kick out of it. That's true. You, yeah, yeah. He, he makes, they make good points on that. Um, I know you really wanted to see that Cena match. To me, I think, like, yeah, it would have been great. But I think, from a rest, like, from a wrestling match perspective, I think Drew Mack versus Roman is going to be way better. Yeah, than. but I would have had like heel Drew versus face Cena, and then even having Drew, heel Drew win cleanly. I think remember KO did it. I think they should have that same thing with Drew McIntyre, and I think it would have worked really well. Yeah, storyline. I'm agreeing with you. But match-wise, I'd rather see Roman fight him. In ring. Match-wise. All right. All right. Um, all right, this isn't going to be really hard. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. E. This is This is of the toughest on the card. Well, why don't you fill us in? I I loved Randy Orton before I stopped watching wrestling. Like, he was just starting off in Evolution. Uh, he used to do, like, a crossbody from the top rope that was sick yeah, as balls. Yeah, like a frog splash crossbody. Yeah, it was really cool. He didn't do the arms wide open taunt. He did, like, other taunts. He was smaller. He didn't have all the tattoos. Um, he just seemed to have, like, a little bit more drive in him then. Um, 
However, since the Jeff Hardy uh, feud on SmackDown, I've kind of been into uh, Randy Orton. Honomo. Uh, and and I got to think he's going to start... I mean, neither of them need to be put over. But I think AJ needs this more than Randy does. I just... I think that. But I don't know. I, 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 it's so hard to tell. This I don't know. is a match that's harder to tell. Absolutely. So I'm on the same page there. Um, you know, AJ dropped the title this year against Daniel Bryan. Uh, and really kind of been, I guess not floundering, but you know, it's kind of hard for him to kind of pick up the pace. He signed his new contract with the WWE. So he is probably most likely going to end his career in the WWE, or at least, you know, the, 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 the tail end of it, the good part of it, the good part of it, you know, he might end up going to do a match one off on AW down the road, or if they ever make, make it, make it big or something like who knows, maybe go back to new Japan, but he's going to finish his career in the WWE. He's a WWE guy. And uh, I do feel like he probably should win this match just because he's given a lot to the WWE. He's been there, Randy Orton would say, their corporate bitch. Uh, yeah, and you know so what? Good. At least he's there every week showing up and putting on matches. And, you know, Randy Orton shows up when he wants to. And some can make the argument that Randy Orton's put in his dues and he's, he's allowed to have that legend contract where he comes and goes. And sure, I'm down. Give Randy Orton that. I like the feud. They've made some good points. Randy Orton kind of is a one-hit wonder uh, with his move, his, his RKO. I, I do like his power slam, and I do like the way he kind of stomps every body part. There's a few things he does that I don't mind, uh, but ultimately, I'm not a huge fan of Randy Orton and his wrestling. Uh, oh, his wrestling sucks. His promos has gotten a lot better. I remember a few years ago, his promos were awful, but now he's gotten a lot better on the mic. Um, but ultimately, somebody put a tweet out and was like, after the feud, like the, the back and forth they had, someone was like, AJ should poop in Randy Orton's bag. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought that was hilarious. Like, that would have been so funny if they made it really I see real. Randy Orton imagine making bag. it real. And then at the end, imagine Randy Orton opens up the bag and he's like, he looks like really stone cold. Like he's going to burst looking in AJ's styles. There's silence. And all of a sudden Randy Orton's like, all right, <laughs> I want to shake your hand. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great, yeah. <laughs> uh, but ultimately, look, AJ Styles has been getting the RKO or getting his ass kicked every other week from Randy Orton. AJ hasn't put on much offense. They did the spot this week where it was the phenomenal form into the RKO. So yeah. to me, that seems like a WrestleMania-type match or move, right? So it seems like they gave it to us this week. I have to think... I would have guessed Randy Orton would have won this match leading up into WrestleMania. But after what I've kind of calculated, watched on SmackDown this week, and the way that Randy Orton's kind of putting over newer talent, uh, even though AJ's very well established in the industry, uh, I think what he's put into and brought to SmackDown in the WWE uh, warrants a big win and a big match at WrestleMania. So I hope AJ Styles wins, and that's who I'm going to put my choice with. I have to say AJ Styles is going to pick up the win, and I think there's going to be a good match. You know what? I think if any match is going to end in like a DQ or something, this could be the one. Hmm. But I'm not going to go with old DQs pretty much at all in my, any of my choices. I'm going to go who would win this match one-on-one, and I'm going to go with AJ Styles. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you, AJ Styles. I just think, um, you know what? We should have done this one last after we calculated how many 
uh, heels and faces are going to win each match and try and balance it out because... Well, I think a lot of faces are going to win, right? That's kind of it. I know. That's why I think maybe they'll off-balance it with Randy winning here. That's the thing. Mm. Um, But I'll go with AJ Styles because it just makes more sense. So, Yeah. Uh, Isn't it cool that we have AJ Styles in the WWE in, you know, in 2019? And he's, it's very cool. Yeah, that's cool. A lot of people thought that would never happen. And not uh, only is he in the WWE, he's a WWE guy now. Yeah. Uh, let's get this dumpster fire out of the way. Uh, Boss and Hug Connection versus the Divas of Doom versus the Iconics versus the Samoan Slaughterhouse. That's what I'm going to call is that, it. Is that their name? Uh, they've, they've called Tamina the Samoan Slaughterhouse. Because of her promos? Them- both the Samoan Slaughterhouse. I think Michael Cole's trying to get the term over. It's a horrible thing to call. It's just, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's silly. Um, this is definitely the match we're going to go get beers at. I do not give a shit about this at all. I know you're excited to see Beth Phoenix. I, Beth yeah, Phoenix I want to see Beth there. So you can go get me a beer and I can yeah. tell you all about it. But The, uh, the, the big yeah. thing for me is this women's tag team title shit is garbage. It has been so bad. They've, it, I don't know. There's not much to say. It's just shit. There also it haven't been work. many tag team matches. With it these doesn't two. work. It doesn't, doesn't work. So fuck them. I don't care who wins. You pick. <laughs> uh, all right, all right, all right. Um, I think the Boston Hunt Connection are going to hold on to the titles. I think there's going to be somewhat of that picture in the ring where, Maybe you have all the women at the end embracing the four horse women or whatever it is. Maybe Becky and Charlotte are going to have a moment of like, you know, realizing and respecting each other. Uh, but you know what? I really would hope in my mind that um, Natalia and Beth Phoenix would win. I think Beth coming out of retirement for this in my mind is like, well, look, if she's coming out of retirement, it's for the tag team titles, the last feather in her cap. And you would think that, well, if that's going to be the case, they're going to give it to them. So I think there's a good chance that the Divas of Doom or whatever you want to call them, uh, Beth and, uh, and Natalia, are going to win this match. Um, but I just I just don't think it's going to happen. Beth's been dominant. She's been kicking ass, doing the glam slam week after week here. Um, I think just they're going to really roll and push forward with Sasha and Bailey. I'm kind of happy they're not throwing the titles around too much. Hey man, the Iconics could steal it. Like lots of stuff could happen. Actually, I would prefer the Iconics to win it. I think they would they be a better pull, tag they team. They could pull it. Off. They could pull it off. Uh, but ultimately, I think like they're still teasing the whole like Lita and 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 Trishing a little bit. I saw on social media. Um, I don't know. I'll 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 give them retaining because I think some titles are going to change hands, and I think this is one that might that might remain with them. So that that's my I guess yeah the, the Boston hug connection. That's as, fine. As much as I me. hate the name. It's, I don't know, man. There's just something about it. Like, they just haven't done anything with the titles. Like, nope. we're, we're going to defend them here. We're going to defend them there. We're going to defend... They don't even... They literally don't even have tag team matches that are non-title matches. It's one of the two of them having a one-on-one, or it's them with a whole yep. bunch of other women in a match. It's just silly. I agree. Even the way they won it. They won it in a non-tag team. It's just been a mess. You could tell Vince doesn't give a shit about them. Doesn't give a fuck. Publicity. Anyways. Whatever. Uh, Okay, so that's done. Let's move on to Triple H versus Batista. Yeah, yeah. This one... It's for Triple H's career, mind you, too. It's his in-ring career, and that means nothing. Nothing. It's just like he can't have a pay-per-view match for like three months. 
It's pretty much what it is. I'm coming out of retirement. Exactly. Um, I'm excited for this match, mostly to see Triple H's entrance, <laughs> to tell you the truth. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, I don't know. Who you got? Yeah, I, I can assume he's in the back being like, what's our budget? Give me extra for my entrance. <laughs> um, oh, come on, man. It's got to be Triple H. Triple H is not retiring anytime soon. I think he's still able to, to go. Unless in Saudi Arabia, he was like, damn, I pulled my pec like, or my tricep or bicep or whatever it was. Like, I got I to gotta, you know, hang it up. I don't think we're there yet. I think Triple H can still go. I think if anybody's going to end Triple H's career, it's going to be Shawn Michaels. So mm. uh, I don't think Batista's going to be the guy to do it. The only part of me that's like, look, Batista came back for that one more match. Um, you would think he'd come back for a win. Things didn't really go exactly his way last time either. Uh, when he fought up uh, against, um, well, when he wanted, to, he won the Royal Rumble, and then they tr- changed it all for Daniel Bryan. They turned yeah. him into a heel, Blutista, all that stuff. <clears throat> it was a mess. So maybe he wanted to come back and do it right, and to agree to do a match, maybe he needed to guarantee a win. I don't know. But the fact they're putting Triple H's career on the line cements it for me. It's not happening. Batista's going to lose. The fact they're like, you've never beat me. They're showing it over and over and over, making a package. Uh, Triple H has lost a bunch of WrestleMania too. So I think this is going to be a year where Triple H gets that big win at WrestleMania. And that's all there is to it. It'll be the game picking up a win over Blue Tista. I will agree with you. Um, I've never been a big Batista guy. I think his head looks like a giant fucking nutsack these days. Uh, <laughs> it's got a little bit of hair on it. So that adds to the nutsack look. Uh, he did kind of win me over this week a little bit with his kiss my ass promo. Uh, but if that is his best work, then that is sad as fuck. So I am definitely going with Triple H on this. Uh, and I can't wait to see that entrance. Very excited. Will Batista wear blue? Only uh, time will tell. Time will tell. Uh, this brings us to... Maybe he'll be naked and he'll be nude Tista. Uh, Kiss my I, ass. I, he was he was talking literally. Kiss my ass. And you just talk about nut sacks. I mean, it's all coming together, man. You stupid idiots! <laughs> All right, the final three. Which one do you want to start with? I'll let you pick, man. Oh fuck! You make me look at papers. Let's do Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Oh snap! We didn't even hit on the tag team title match, and you're going right into the oh shit! I forgot about the tag team title match. That's not on our list. That's why. Okay. Oh, because it was added the... most recently, right? All right. Fatal four way, another dumpster fire of a match. Um, we okay. have so we have the Hardy Boys, I believe. We have Alistair Black, Ricochet. No, nope, no Hardy Boys. No Hardy Boys. They're not in it's, there. No, it's the Usos, the Bar, Nack and Rusev, Ricochet, Alistair Black. Oh, damn. yeah. Um, pretty simple. Who's gonna win this? I would say. Well, why can tell us? Enlighten us. Alistair Black and Ricochet. That's just who I got. Yeah, the Usos just signed their new fat contract with the WWE. You don't think they're going to retain? Well, they just this signed a contract so they can pull those titles right the fuck off of them. Hmm. Maybe it's like, hey, we want to win at WrestleMania. We'll sign and not go to AEW. We want our big win at WrestleMania. Because like, they could go to AEW for a crazy contract, I'm pretty sure, if they, wanted, if they had wanted to. Yeah, that's Mind true. you, their girlfriend is... Well, they could have brought their girlfriend over to AEW. I'm Naomi. Yeah. So this one's tough. Know. It's actually a little yeah. bit tougher. Maybe I mean, you're okay, right. Yeah. We can rule out Nakamura and Rusev. We can rule out the bar. Well, we can kind of rule out the bar. You never I know they can pull it off. So is it going to be Aleister Black? And Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm going to say that the Alistair Black and Ricochet are going to pull it off. Because they now could, they could do, confused. they could do all kinds of stuff. The, the, the Usos don't even need to be pinned, right? So it, they can save them. They can save face. Yeah, but the Usos have always been denied their WrestleMania moment. And maybe you're right. Maybe they did sign because they're getting that WrestleMania moment. Uh, a few years back, they were they were stripped of a, of a two v two. I feel like they were stripped this year of a two v two. It should have been the Hardys versus the Usos, and the Hardys should have put the Usos over. That's what I think it should have been. Yeah, but the Hardys, like, they're a bit broken down. I don't think they could compete But they're level. the Hardys. You know what I mean? And you know Jeff would have fucked shit up for that match. Jeff, I'm not talking about Jeff. I'm trying to be nice and not, you know, single out one person. Uh, Matt's, he, he's still good, man. And he's he not in good shape lately, for sure. But, yeah. you know, he's definitely a bit stiff and sore. But, yeah, I think I would have loved to have seen those two go at it. You know, I guess one of the greatest tag teams from our era to one of the greatest tag teams of the new era. Um, would have been a hell of a match if done right. But, you know, the WWE, they don't see the big picture. So we're going to go with Aleister Black and Ricochet? I just think with the buildup these two have had and the tag team matches they've been throwing at us every single week, I have to think this is going to be it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's just me. <sighs> All right. I'm going with everything you're going with tonight. I'm leaving it up to you. So if we fail, I could blame it on you. Okay. All right. All right. Now we're at the big three. Are we finally at the big three? Well, it depends. Does Elias get inter- interrupted? Because ah. I will say a footnote, and I hopefully we can get bonus points for this if we fall somewhere else. Um, if Elias is interrupted, let's say it's Cena. Yeah. Cena's going to win. Yeah, which is horrible for Elias if that's the case. If Cena's not there, no build, no nothing. Elias Cena's is going to be there. 100% Cena's going to be there. It's is The Undertaker going to be there? I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. I even hear his next appearance at the WWE has been pushed. So, uh, wow. who knows? A WrestleMania okay, so, Undertaker. All right, Cena. All right, we'll put it down. If Cena faces Elias, we'll go with Cena. Whoever faces Elias is going to win, but yes. <laughs> Terrible. Okay, are we at the big three, Des? Can we, we move on? We are at the right. big three as far as I see. Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Three! Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. You fucked my head up because I'm reading your notes. You fucked my head up. I was so guaranteeing a Seth Rollins win here. But as the weeks have carried on, as Kofi Mania has risen, as Becky Lynch WrestleMania has risen. I'm thinking they can't give us three three out of three of what we want. Um, but there's speculation of Daniel Cormier having some sort of spot at WrestleMania. They are definitely going to the UFC. Now, does that mean that he causes Brock Lesnar to lose and then the storyline for the UFC starts at WrestleMania? I don't know. But... I don't know, this is tough, man. This got really tough to call. Really tough. But I think everybody wants to watch the world burn a bit. I'm going to pick Brock Lesnar. I saw, I felt your, your anus clench when you said that. Oh, it's clenched, bro. Look, man. I think you kind of pointed it out. We can't have three big winners. Uh, I'm trying to put them in priority of who they're going to make win. And I think that, you know, Brock, Seth... At the Royal Rumble, I think the plan was to have Seth beat the Beast. And I think everybody was excited for this. And as, as am I, and as was I, when it kind of comes down to it, it's like, look, if you're going to have one of them, and the fact that Seth kind of had the one-up on Brock, it's, it's Yeah, not, that doesn't help. 
Yeah, Brock has an ego. The fact that he's going out there and looking weak going into WrestleMania, I don't know, folks, guys. Yeah, it has to make me think that something's up here. And look, I know Brock's being advertised for SmackDown uh, post-Mania in the future. That could change. Things change so often. And at the same time, you know, they want to be moving Fox, um, SmackDown to Fox in the fall. So that could be you a possibility as well, too. <laughs> But uh, I digress here, folks. Uh, Brock could easily go to SmackDown with the Universal Championship. Maybe Daniel Bryan or, or, or Kofi or whoever's going to win the championship is going to come over to Monday Night Raw. You know, like there could be all kinds of changes. So I wouldn't read too much into that. But I have to think we're not going to get all the winners that we want. They're not Unless it's going to be a feel-good WrestleMania. But I don't think across the board it's going to be that way. I have to feel Brock Lesnar is going to pull it off. He's going to beat Seth Rollins. They want to draw that ultimate heat and I think it's a really easy argument to have Roman Reigns just step right back into that picture yeah. against Brock for the Universal Championship and win his title back. And I know a lot of you and a lot of people, including myself, will be nauseous to have that happen again because we've seen Brock versus Roman so many times. Yeah. But to me, it just feels like that's probably the right direction to go into. I feel bad for Seth. I would love Seth as a champion, mind you. I would like Seth as a heel champion because I think he was better as a heel he's too soft now uh, but regardless he's a hard worker one of the hardest if not the hardest worker on the roster but yes folks i i i i'm gonna go with brock lesnar on this one yeah you know i wish i'd there's so many there's so many uh, variables here i i agree since roman reigns came back it's just been a little bit less feeling of seth winning this match but if I, brock is gonna face daniel cormier in the ufc now, if Brock wins, we would when think. When is Brock, this? Do we know when he's fighting Cormier? No, we don't. But you got to. I got to look at it like they're they're not going to let Roman beat Brock until at least SummerSlam, right? I mean, I, that's I just my that guess. Now, I don't think. I think Brock is going to fight Daniel Cormier before SummerSlam. I do. So, I don't know, man. This is tough. Well, I'm reading a headline right now that's like. Brock Lesnar and Cormier fight is still kind of up in the air, so we don't we don't know what's going to happen. Lots of stuff could happen from now, um, you know, and we could be wrong. I'm also trying to be a little bit of a wild card, mixing it up because you know we are going up against Boot to the Face and Irish Whip Podcast. Uh, you know, I feel like they're going to pick certain people, and I want to pick certain people and mix it up, and make things interesting. So I, I'm I'm going to go with Brock Lesnar here. I just there's part of me that's like, dude. Last year at Mania, we were like, oh, guaranteed Roman Reigns. Guaranteed 1,000% Roman Reigns. But we, and, I feel like everybody's saying guaranteed Seth Rollins again, and they're going to do it again. McMahon would be like, ha, 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 get it again. I know, but okay, we did it. They did it last year at WrestleMania. Roman didn't win. And then they did it in, in Saudi Arabia. Everyone's like, oh, they're saving for Saudi. They're saving for Saudi. It didn't happen in Saudi either. But Lesnar was also supposed to leave the WWE, and he didn't. And he was also supposed to leave after this WrestleMania, and he's not. Yeah, but now I've heard more. Okay, I'm going to pick Brock Lesnar with you, but I'm telling you all the reasons why we might be wrong. I, <laughs> I, dude, I'm telling you, we, this is one of the ones we probably could be wrong on, for sure. Okay, all right. But I'm going to go on that on. limb. We okay. are men. We are maniacs. We are Takamania. Okay. Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Kofi Mania. This has been a hell of a ride. Their um, promo they cut on SmackDown Live for the go-home show to close it off, I thought was really good. Uh, Biggie was just amazing. The dancing? I, 
He's so and Xavier funny. too. They were both. And they're great. like asshole, ass, and he's pointing at Daniel Bryan as they're chanting it. Oh, were they? Oh, great. Oh, yeah. And I got to give it to Daniel. I thought Daniel was just absolutely spectacular. Great on the mic. So good. His timing. And I'm liking Rowan with him. I'm liking it all. And I actually, after that uh, promo, I went on WWE.com to see how much that belt would be, thinking it would be a little bit cheaper. It's not on there. And that belt has grown on me. I just don't. If Kofi Kingston wins this match, I hope to fucking hell that leather belt is there. Or he makes one out of pancakes, right? No. Oh my Nobody God. else? No. <laughs> uh, this is, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if WWE is going to give it to him. I really don't. They have to. I think at this point in time, the WWE think it's hijacked. the yeah. universe would riot. They would hijack whatever they can. The next night it would be crazy. But ultimately, that would draw extreme heat and it would be amazing. I thought, I, honestly, part of me wants to see him lose just to see the reaction and I think it would be amazing. Um, you know, Kofi could easily go on to win at the next pay-per-view. Uh, you know, uh, he doesn't need that big WrestleMania win. But I think he's, you know, he's been there for a long time. But I talked weeks back about Bruce Pritchard being part of the writing team again. And how back in the day, Booker T was fighting Triple H. And there was a similar story where Booker T was the underdog. And people thought he was going to win at WrestleMania. And they didn't. And Bruce was like, well, look, you know, everybody expected it. So, like, why are, you know, we can't just give them what they want all the time. That's not how wrestling works. You need, like, yeah. upsets and losses. Otherwise, it'd be predictable. So, a part of, in the back of my mind, there is that. Um, but I feel like the fans are so invested. The fact the whole thing was Ali being injured. He was put into the elimination chamber as an audible. And it just blew into this big thing. They made it into a WrestleMania match. Like, I... Dude, there's no way they had envisioned Kofi versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. I'm telling I you. I agree. Yeah, and the agree. fact they went this far with it, um, I don't know, man. Even if it's for one day, one night, or whatever it is, I have to feel like I have to feel like Kofi's gonna do it, and they're gonna give us that big, I guess, big moment. But I kind of also feel like they might not. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. Like. It's I Kofi get, Kingston, guys. I know, but like, okay, unless they're going to do the big E turn on Kofi, not a mania, whatever, eventually down the line, unless they do that, I don't see any storyline for Kofi going forward. Like, I don't see Kofi, who, who's next in line for the WWE title picture? Well, dude, uh, Kofi could win it and go over to Raw the next week. So, I mean, there's so much yeah, that could change. It, who, who, Kofi versus Seth, Kofi versus Roman. Like, it's just, they're. Like, that's I know it. maybe it would really well, that's work, it, but right? I just he don't know. He has to feed with somebody legitimately where, like, okay, well, he could pull off a win against this person, you know? Like, maybe Samoa or maybe Randy or maybe, you know, whatever. But also, one thing to remember is uh, Bray Wyatt's been spotted in New York City, and I don't think he was advertised for fan access and a whole bunch of other stuff. So, like, why is he there? Is he maybe going to come back and remember, remember Rowan came out and helped Brian at the, was the Rumble? So, like, yeah. who knows what's going to happen at WrestleMania? Maybe Bray Wyatt's going to come out and help, you know? Maybe also Harper, and then even it out, right? Three against three, New Day versus those guys, you know? So, there it could be a lot of things. And there's a big, huge part of me. And I, I keep saying, this is the hardest match to call. This is the hardest match to call. Yeah, they're all fucking hard, This man. is a very hard match to call because McMahon ultimately makes a decision. He revels on, you know, trolling us and, you know, screwing us over and making us think one thing and... This would be the ultimate heat. McMahon could be like, oh, I love it. You know, the fans would be so upset and it'd be great post-WrestleMania. Uh, maybe he loses and then wins the very next night after WrestleMania. That could be it. He loses and then like 
he gets that rematch the very next night or on SmackDown the very next night and then wins it and has it for a couple weeks. They could do that as well, too. Because um, we can't have all the winners. Maybe Seth wins and Kofi doesn't. But look, man, I'm going to go with my heart. I'm going to go with what I want. I'm going to go with what would create the most energy in that arena that night. I'm going to go with Kofi Kingston. Yeah, I, I think between the Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan, we're kind of screwed. Like, if if Seth wins, Kofi's losing. If Brock wins, Kofi's winning. I could also see Daniel Bryan being like, look, I want Kofi to win, McMahon. Like, I want him to get this moment. Like, let's Oh, I could see Daniel doing that Yeah, as well. for sure. He's totally pushing for him, you yeah. know? So, Kofi? Uh, I'll, I'll go with Kofi. Kofi Kingston. All right, I'm running it I bet down, you one of so the other guys official. have Daniel Bryan, though. I'm, I'm quite certain that we're, yeah. we're, we're maybe alone on this one. We're here, bro. We're at the main event. Ooh. Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair versus the man. Versus Becky Lynch. Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> um, who, start us off. Guys, we've been hyping this shit since what? Survivor Series, was it, where Becky attacked Charlotte? Was it Survivor? SummerSlam? Yeah. SummerSlam or Survivor? Summer, I don't, I don't know. Uh, it dates back. Survivor Series. Survivor Series. No, okay, SummerSlam. Nice. SummerSlam, SummerSlam, SummerSlam. Okay, cool. So already we're off, not knowing what we're talking about. But yes, SummerSlam, uh, the attack on Charlotte Flair. Uh, you know, Becky, the, the, the crowd just getting behind her. The way they've been pushing the man, the t-shirts, the merchandise, the fans, just loving this shit. Having uh, Charlotte in there, we'll have her winning the SmackDown title. Look, dude, this is Becky's year. This is Becky's moment. We've had Ronda Rousey. She's, you know, she's developed. I'm not going to rip on her. I actually think she's put in a lot of hard work and done pretty good. Uh, you know, she's not a wrestler. She's only been in it for a year. She's not going to cut promos like The Rock. And I think now there's a, a bit of a refreshment in terms of the way she's changed her character. But look, ultimately, winner is going to take all. The fact that they even changed the rule to winner makes all so Becky could potentially have both titles just spells it out louder and and clearer for me. Uh, this isn't one that's too hard for me to pick. I might be wrong. It might be Charlotte because they're, that's their woman. That's their Roman Reigns. Um, you know, it could be Ronda Rousey because they both are up so much. But I, I hear, you know, Ronda Rousey may not be around for a bit after WrestleMania. Look, it's going to be the man. It's going to be Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch will be the champion, the double champion, like she said on SmackDown this week. Come WrestleMania. That'll be your main event. The fireworks are going to go off. And uh, that's all there is to it, man. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Becky Lynch. Uh, yeah, I'm in agreement. I think this is Becky's moment. Uh, and good for her. Yeah, good for her. I mean, I think Ron is for sure taking the time off. Charlotte doesn't need it. She doesn't need this moment. She's had a million smack, uh, WrestleMania moments already. It would be dirty uh, if they did. It would be extremely dirty if they did. Um I could, so that's why I could see it, <laughs> but yeah. uh, no, I think it's going to close out. Becky Lynch is going to win. I think out of the three of them, she's probably the least known uh, in pop culture. Uh, like, I, yeah, uh, she's selling the most merch right now. So I think that's big for the company. Um, I think more storylines could be written. Uh, and look, we're getting fireworks too at the end of the night. Are they oh, really yeah. going to put fireworks after Charlotte wins? Charlotte wins. We're oh, all they booing, and they put sure. fireworks out to troll us. You know, like, they all booed Rousey, when uh, yeah. Roman Reigns. When Roman Reigns uh, retired the Undertaker, they were booing when those fireworks were going off. 
Well, there you have it. I mean, again, I think uh, this one's a little bit easier for me to pick. I really feel confident in my pick in terms of saying Becky Lynch. I think we all, I, ho- I would hope across all podcasts are saying Becky Lynch. Um, it'll be a travesty, but ultimately it will shake things up and stir things up and add some extra heat across the board. But my pick, the man of Becky Lynch. All right. I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, this show has been extremely long. I think we, yeah, we're at the one hour it's 45 record. mark. It's, it's a WrestleMania. It's a WrestleMania length show. I mean, we did a lot. We talked about Raw recap, SmackDown recap, and we went all the way over NXT Takeover, all the way through WrestleMania. We talked about our road to WrestleMania, dude. We're this is it, dude. This, we talked about it. this, and remember, we were saying if we hit a thousand followers, we are going to WrestleMania. Well, here we are, many thousands of followers Just later, under and eight we're grand, doing it, baby. Just we're doing 000. it. Road to WrestleMania. We're going to be leaving Friday morning, hitting up the road to Brooklyn. We're going to check in into our Airbnb and then hit the road to the Barclays Center and yeah, check buddy. out some NXT. And it's going to be off the hook. And we're going to be hitting up things on Saturday too. WrestleCon potentially fan access. All kinds of shebangs. We're also going to be hitting up Busted Open Party as well. Yeah. Uh, and... If you guys are going to be there, check it out because it's going to be off the hook. And then we're going to be hitting up WrestleMania. And we're going to be hitting up Monday Night Raw. So it's going to be crazy for Talkamania. And then the following Monday, Raw is in Montreal for the International Superstar Shakeup, And we're going to be there too uh, if we haven't killed each other yet. That's the thing. So ladies and gentlemen, follow us on Instagram. We're going to be live uh, keeping the story going the entire trip. Talkamania. So, any backstage stuff we can do, we're going to be doing for you guys. Uh, follow us on Instagram at underscore Talkmania. Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, The Chair Shot, Full Press Coverage, The Daily Smart, Blog Talk Radio, Bodyslam.net. Uh, merch, man. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Talkmania. And watch us play Apex. Actually, Des, do you want to play Apex after this? Dude, I've been waiting for this shit to end so we can go play Apex. And let's Twitch it. So let's get her done. If you want to jump on the Twitch machine, it's twitch.tv slash Talkamania. Boys and girls, we'll see you in New York City. On behalf of Talkamania, J-Bomb's out. Des, say bye. We'll see you this weekend, and we will see you this Sunday on the happiest of a Rusev days.